Well, Julian Assange is an Australian citizen, and he continues to fight for his freedom. In fact, he's fighting for his life in London as the United States is still trying to extradite him to face what will be an effective death sentence. The hypocrisy of the US administration is profound and growing. Wasn't it President Joe Biden who announced a new initiative on press freedom at his democracy summit, yet his government continues hounding this Australian for journalistic activities? We know the story here. Julian Assange, an Australian exposed US war crimes and seemingly is treated worse than a war criminal. He's not receiving a fair trial. It's a political witch hunt. And, according to Julian Hill MP, the Australian government needs to stand up to the United States and the United Kingdom and stop this extradition. In fact, I even noticed that Barnaby Joyce jumped in the other day and had his say. Julian Hill, good morning. Morning, mate. Yep, well, um, what do you think's going to happen here with Julian Assange? Well, there's no legal resolution to this case possible. It'll go on for a decade or two yeah. uh, further. The guy's been denied his freedom for over 10 years. He's been treated worse than war criminals. And by the time the legal appeals are exhausted, he'll have been incarcerated for longer than most rapists and murderers. His real crime was upsetting powerful people and uh, publishing material that revealed US war crimes. That's journalistic activity. That should be protected. It, they're the values that our country holds. They're the values that the United States of America profess to hold. And yeah. this persecution must end. The Prime Minister needs to act. Um, it doesn't matter whether you like the guy. It doesn't matter whether you dislike him. It doesn't matter whether you agree with him or disagree with him. He's an Australian like you or me and has the same rights. Um, I'm no great fan of the guy, but he deserves the same rights as you or me, mate. All right. You've had your booster shot. You're telling everybody to get out and do the same uh, when they're able to, to protect themselves, their families and our community. I have. I um, jumped online. I was booked in next week when my six months was up, but I saw the announcement on Sunday and thought, well, best get cracking and protect myself and the community, uh, given the new variant. Uh, it wasn't too hard, you know, I, I fiddled around with the website and couldn't find something at first, but then I found there's a little bit you click, which says sort appointments or sort options by next available, okay. and all of a sudden there was a few clinics nearby, so I'd encourage everyone um, to protect themselves, their family and the community and get their booster shot as soon as it's due. How wonderful was it to see it, uh, in particular, um, uh, Brisbane Airport and Gold Coast Airports and even in Melbourne, uh, families finally getting back together. Um, you put a post up of a, a man who met his gorgeous 18-month-old daughter, Dila, for the first time. You know, the, uh, the policy that we've spoken about before, the partner visa policy, which has kept families separated for, for many years, for not processing visas, I mean, that finally has come to an end? Uh, well, there's actually two separate issues there. There's the border sure. controls, and that is wonderful to see, finally, that uh, Scott Morrison's lockdowns have ended because we've got enough vaccine and the, the rates are high enough. Uh, but that issue that you refer to that I've been campaigning on for years now is the criminal delays in partner visa issuing. Yeah, Australians fall in love with people from all over the world, and you've got a right to bring someone here subject to health and character checks and all that and build a life. And it shouldn't take two, three, four, five years for that visa. So I did help this family. 
Um, I spoke in Parliament. I wrote to three successive ministers. They keep changing. The government's so chaotic. Uh, and we eventually got the visa. But this is um, a lovely couple. Um, Faniz, the, the mother, is in employment, works at a law firm, and has been parenting her child by herself for 18 months because yeah. her husband has not granted the visa. It's disgraceful. Yep. All right. Well, there are many of those stories, as we know. Uh, I just wanted to touch on one more thing before I let you go this morning. Big story, front page of the Sydney Morning Herald. Uh, it's something you and I have discussed before, but an analysis of more than 19,000 federal grants shows a huge disparity in favour of government-held electorates. In other words, coalition-held seats have been given $1.9 billion in grants, but Labor-held seats received less than $530 million. Well, I think Emma Dawson said it well in the media reports this morning. This is not just pork barrelling. This is not just paying a bit of attention to marginal seats. This is a corruption of our democracy. These are soft bribes. Um, it doesn't even include the rorted car park funds, where 87% of those went to Liberal seats. Um, my, my electorate's the most disadvantaged in Melbourne. We didn't get any sports rorts money, don't get any election commitments from the government. And the key point is, neither do most of your listeners. Because when you look at the analysis, it's not even all government seats get more and Labor seats get less. It's a hand-picked few Marginal seats, depending on where the Electoral Commission draws, draws the boundary, this is industrial-scale rorting, and we need more transparency and accountability. Um, but the, the final thing I'd say is the culture of this government is set from the top. Whether it's a sporting team or a business or a school or the government, the culture's set by the leader, and the Prime Minister is right at the heart of this corruption of public administration. He's... You know, the spider at the centre of the web pulling the threads, um, rorting this public money for his own political purposes. Yeah. It's absolutely outrageous. Most Australians don't benefit. All right. Julian, it's great to talk to you. If we don't catch up between now and Christmas to you and your family and all of your staff, uh, we wish you a very happy Christmas. Thank you for uh, being a contributor on the program uh, this uh, this year. We always look forward to our chats together. And uh, thank you. We'll, we'll catch up again in 2022. A big year next year, of course. A big year. Thanks for all that you do as well in giving voice to people often who have no voice in important issues and Merry Christmas to you and also to your listeners. All right, mate. All the best. A peaceful summer. Absolutely. Look after yourself, mate. All the best. Bye-bye. Julian Hill, MP.